Welcome to the Lead a New Future podcast. I'm Kate Ruby Aroha, a senior leadership trainer with close to two decades of experience. The leadership I'm about is one that values respect and transparency while harnessing our ability to effect change. With a clinical background, I've worked within highly acclaimed leadership teams in the health sector of New Zealand before spending a decade facilitating advanced leadership experiences across multiple countries. And here's the thing about leadership. Leadership is just as important within our homes as it is within every level of our community, teams and organisations. In this podcast, you'll find a variety of conversations that connect to our leadership and our lives, where we can impact what matters, where it matters. Let's get into it. So this conversation is going to be a massive permission slip for whoever needs to hear it, that you absolutely get to evolve forward from things in the past that in the past used to meet you. In the past, those conversations, those projects, those ways of being, yeah, they used to meet you back then. But now, if you were being very honest with yourself, you would see and realize that actually (laughs) they're not meeting you anymore and that it is actually time to give yourself permission to do a little check and let go of the things that are no longer meeting you, which will free up the space to allow the things at a new level, which will meet and expand you now. This was an experience I had just recently where I have decided to not write the book that I was writing. (sighs) Yep. So I was um, writing a book and I was in the process of writing the chapter that I was writing and just honestly, it felt heavy. Something felt off about it. Now, I've done all sorts of things over the years. I know what it's like to be in a messy middle of a project that when you're in a messy middle of a project, it's that time in the project where the inspiration has worn off and also you're not there at the result. So you're kind of in that part where it can feel frustrating, it can feel boring, it can feel all of those things. I've been in a million messy middles and I know how to recognize them. I know what they are. I know how to have myself through one, which is why I've produced so much. However, this was different. This wasn't a messy middle. This was a, in the process of writing this book, I could feel that I had grown out of it. (laughs) And that when I really asked myself some real questions around some real quality questions and required myself to answer them, I couldn't actually see the reason for writing this and for spending and investing the time and the energy and the focus and the money that it will take to write this book. Whereas if I could redirect that time, energy, focus and money into something that truly met me, that expanded me at the level that I'm at now, that used my skills at the level that I'm at now, what could I then produce, right? Because there's all sorts of things that would be great to do. However, everything that we do, there's an opportunity cost of what we could do with that time if we were redirecting the time, energy, focus, and money into something else. So while I could write this book, 
while it would help some people, the time, energy, focus, and money that it would take to write this book, if I would, has an opportunity cost of what wouldn't get created in the world because I'm focused on this book. Now, here's the thing. No right or wrong, but where is my energy truly met? And at the end of the day, it wasn't in this book. And it actually felt a bit challenging and a bit sticky and almost like a little bit of a grief to actually let go fully, finally, and once and for all of this book and all of the stories that I was going to include in it. So a little bit of context and what this book was going to be about, which may kind of give the context of why it's time for me to move on from this, is growing up, I had my dad was an active alcoholic and he's now in recovery, and he was would get quite violent when he drank. And we obviously went through a lot of stuff around that as kids. However, Dad and I got to recreate our relationship, and we really got to heal our relationship, and we, now we have the most extraordinary relationship. I'm really proud of having him as my dad. He's just such a different guy. And there's some things in that I've often shared about when I've been talking on stages or when I've been in trainings, some key messages that I've pulled out of that that I've I've shared as stories that have made a difference to people who have listened to it. I also had anorexia for three years. So you probably wouldn't hear anything about that now if you have if you've only known me in recent times because I just don't talk about it anymore. I had anorexia for three years. There's some key learnings and some key messages that I used to pick out from that time of my life that I would tell on stages and in trainings. And again, they would help certain people. And also there was a time in my life where I was a meth addict. Yep. And again, there were some key learnings and lessons that I picked out from that and the recovery process after getting off methamphetamine and moving my life forward into other areas and really allowing myself to grow and expand. I would I cherry picked some of the lessons from there and I would tell those in trainings and on stages and they would also make it a, a, quite an impactful difference to certain people. And it was often on the back of my mind, like, oh, why don't I just write a book. Why don't I write a book and get all of these stories gathered together and in one place, then I don't have to tell them again. (laughs) And that was kind of the place in which I was going to write this book from. It was that. It's like, I could write this book. I'll write this book. I'll gather all the stories. I'll put them all into different chapters. And then I don't have to tell them again, which even in that, doesn't that just go to show I've actually grown from it? Like the fact that I was going to write a book so that I don't have to tell those stories again, is telling in itself. And I felt this kind of level of almost like responsibility that I had to write this book so that it could help people. But then, and this was quite a shift for me, and I hope you know this is actually even interesting to anyone, and I hope there is something in this for um, whoever needs to hear it. But it was interesting because I had thought for so long that I had to write this to help people. But what I actually really realized, and that was such an insight for me, and I think sometimes we know these things, but then we get insights at different levels, is that I could spend nine months writing the book to help people, but what else could I do with that nine months? <laughs> what else could I do with that, that nine months that in doing that, I'm met, I'm expanded. I now value that and I could provide some real fucking value in the world in a way that I'm also met and expanded. Does that make sense? So in that and in a big conversation with myself and really doing a little bit of soul searching, I made the decision. No longer writing that book. I have officially moved on and I've given myself now permission to move on from that. And that book is getting closed and I won't be revisiting it. Now, at any point, 
in any given situation, I'm absolutely free to share a story given the context that I'm in. I might want to share a story because there's someone in front of me that I know that something will make a difference to. And I will absolutely share whatever from that perspective. But to spend nine months of my life to write a book where I've actually grown out of those stories, no. (laughs) And and it's interesting because for me right now, that feels so obvious. But for me, about a month ago when I was making that decision, might have been five or six weeks ago, it did not feel obvious. It felt like it was absolutely a blind spot. And it was a bit sticky for me to have those conversations with myself to actually move through and identify what what was actually it that felt off for me and to pay attention to that and to ask myself those questions and then to from there actually figure out, oh, okay, so that's what it was. So anyway, that's pretty much it. The book that I was writing, I'm not writing it anymore. I've moved on from it and I've given myself full permission to actually close those chapters of my life. And be where I'm at now. <laughs> meet myself where I'm at now. Have conversations and projects that meet me where I'm at now, that expand me where I'm at now, that feel juicy and lit up, and um, that also use my skills where I'm at now. And I think that's a really big thing. I think that we feel very enlivened when we use our skills at their capacity. And I saw in myself in that instance, me absolutely not using my skills at their capacity. I would have spent nine months focusing on a very old area versus I could invest nine months into really using my skill set in the way that it is now. Um, But I also actually see that with a lot of really extraordinary women. I have so many incredible business clients, incredible clients who are not using the level of their skill set. And they are sort of trapped in a cycle of doing and being and providing things at an old level. And they're stuck in that cycle because of that's how people relate to them. That's how they relate to themselves. And for many reasons, they kind of just get stuck in that hamster wheel of a loop. And yet, what they're capable of is way bigger, way greater their skills are at an entirely different level. In fact, I had one particular client, she's probably going to listen to this, hi, who when we first met, she was absolutely underplaying the level to which she could, but she was absolutely stuck on a like a bit of a loop hamster wheel of where she had been. And yet she's here for very big moves. And in pointing that out to her and rattling her cage a bit, she's now operating at the level that she's uh, available for. She's working at government level. Like she's really using her skills. So I know a lot of uh, people who listen to this podcast have a huge inner capacity, have a lot of skills, have a lot of gifts. And I hope that this is a conversation that somehow has resonated something within you and is shaking something up within you to for you to give yourself permission to one, let go, move on from old ways of being, doing, and stuff in the past, stuff that's just not meeting you anymore, and permission to become who you are now and who you're growing into, and a permission to genuinely and deeply use your skills with where they're at now, and to not water down your abilities by only using the skills that you've had in the past, and I guess kind of like neglecting the the real skills and the real gifts that you actually have. So thank you for coming to my TED Talk today. 
<laughs> I do actually like hearing if these conversations have resonated. So by all means, feel free to pop into my Instagram DMs and let me know what you're hearing from this conversation for yourself. I actually enjoy hearing um, the feedback. I do kind of like it being a bit of a dialogue. So if you feel called, pop into my Instagram DMs and let me know what it is that you're hearing from this conversation. And also, if you did find this useful, feel free to share it with a friend and have a phenomenal day.